0: Hello everyone, welcome back to It Is Well Podcast. I'm your host Bontu and this is the show where I share my Christian experience, life lessons, health tips, prophecy series and so much more. If you're new here, I'd like to say welcome, welcome to the It Is Well Podcast family. We're so happy to have you here. Please like, share and subscribe to It Is Well Podcast so that you don't miss The following episodes and this episode as well. The title for today's episode is Messiah the Prince. Messiah the Prince. The key text for today is coming from the book of John chapter 5 verse 39 that says, search the scriptures for in them you think you have eternal life and these are they which testify of me i hope that has been a blessing to you as you've heard that verse and i hope that you may meditate upon it as we continue with this prophecy series Thierry, our brother Thierry Nkobito will be continuing with the prophecy series and I hope that you guys may learn something from it that you may share it with your friends and family members. I would like to say thank you to everybody who has been giving us feedback through the messages through our social media accounts. If you'd like to know our social media accounts you can get to know that at the end of this episode. So please stay tuned and we'll have a word of prayer before we start. Dear God, thank you so much for each and everything that you have provided for us. We pray, O God, that as we search the scriptures, that we may gain eternal life. We pray that you may please send the Holy Spirit to guide us, bless us, and be with us. Please bless our brother Thierry as he uh, teaches us about your word and that we may um, learn something from it. In Jesus' name I have prayed and believed. Amen. Mm -hmm.
1: Hi, beloved I hope everybody's doing very well yeah so as you know we are going to be looking at Bible prophecy we're going to be uh, studying Bible prophecy as we are going over the book of uh, Revelation and Daniel so today I thought I could come up with uh, another subject which which is not just uh, about the beasts like we have been looking at them we as we saw that it, a beast is a uh, in Bible prophecy it's a representation of of a power so now we are going to be looking at something else so you remember last time we looked at the at a lamb like beast so this beast he had the form of a lamb with two horns and the Bible shows us that it ends up speaking as a dragon so now we are going to be looking at the true lamb. and guess who that is that is Jesus so now uh, somebody might say, like, okay, so it, it looks like you are kind of like shifting from the, uh, from the lamb uh, that we looked at last time, which was the uh, United States of America, and now you are coming to something else, which is uh, now we are going to be looking at Jesus. So, somebody might say, like, okay, how does that have to do with uh, what does ha what does that have in connection with Bible prophecy? I'm going to show you that it has everything to do with Bible prophecy because you remember that Jesus himself, uh, it was prophesied that he was going to come. But many people do not realize that in the book of Daniel, it was prophesied that Jesus was going to come. And it was even prophesied the time and date when he was going to come. I'm I'm sorry, not the date, but like the year, you know, like the year when he was going to come. So now I want us to start the, the this study so let's begin with the word of prayer dear father i want to thank you that you have chosen to use a sinner such as i to further your cause to uh glorify yourself so i want to pray that you humble m- you humble me as i'm going to be sharing your word i want to pray that you put everything's my everything to the side my own opinions my own ideas you may you put them to the side and may you cleanse us from all unrighteousness may even the hearers themselves may you cleanse them from their unrighteousness so may your holy spirit guide me as i'm going to be speaking may you put your words in my mouth so i don't speak my own words but your words so i want to say that you i want to pray that you also bless those who are going to be listening and i pray all these blessings in the name of jesus christ amen yeah so now i would like to invite everybody to the book of daniel the eighth chapter so in this eighth chapter we have already kind of like uh looked a bit at it where you see that daniel had a vision of a ram and a goat so we saw that this ram it happened to be the kingdom of uh of middle persia because the bible shows us that this this ram it had two horns like it had it had two horns you know so these two horns we saw that these these were the the, the 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 kingdom of media and the other one was Persia and the Bible shows us that one was uh greater than the other. So you remember that? But if you don't remember that, uh you can go back to see the the study that I did on the little horn because the Bible shows us that there is a horn which comes uh from these uh two animals they were uh that I'm talking about here, the ram and the goat. Yeah, so there is another one that the Bible shows us, which is the goat. And this goat, we saw that this was Greece. So Greece, the Bible shows us that it had one horn, but this horn uh, ends up being broken. And we saw that that's, that was the first king who was uh, uh, Alexander the Great. When he died, there were four generals who ruled during that time. But the Bible shows us that there is something else that took place afterwards because it shows us that the, there were there was another horn they came after those four and he's kind of like uh destroyed them if you will yeah so this little horn the bible shows us that he rose he 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 rose against the host of heaven so there is something that the bible says in uh verse n- verse 9 of the same chapter and out of one of them came a little horn so this is like out of the four horns there was a little horn that which came and grew exceedingly great towards the south and towards the east and towards the uh, glorious land so here the bible shows us like the glorious land so here the glorious land is a representation of uh god's people but here it refers to primarily uh israel because this was the time when the kingdom of rome he came and uh they overthrew the kingdom of greece and uh they also i mean it's like they they started ruling over uh other nations over the world so the bible shows us that he also exalted himself as high as the prince of hosts so this is jesus the prince of hosts and then he also went went on to say like uh by him the daily sacrifices were taken away so there is something that i want to point out here because the, there is a there is an identification mark that the bible uses which might apply both to the the empire of rome and also to the roman catholic church because as you know as we saw last time the the bible shows us that the roman empire it gave its power to the roman catholic church and that's why the roman catholic church even has uh the name roman you know which means that it came from rome because the bible shows us in revelation chapter 13 that a dragon the dragon gave him his power and that's talking about uh rome giving the power to the church to rule the nations so when he goes on to say like he exalted himself as high as the prince of the hosts. so this is like blasphemy and all those kind of things and also says like the daily sacrifices were taken away so the daily sacrifices these were like uh first of all if you go back to see the uh the sacrificial laws of the israelites during that time they they used to sacrifice sacrifice like lambs and bulls for the remission of their sins in order for their sins to be uh Forgiven them but uh, as you know from history when the roman empire when it overthrew many nations and it was even ruling over the, the 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 nation of israel they did not take the daily sacrifice they were still sacrificing during that time so this is referring uh to the roman catholic church so uh it's just the way it starts it kind of like shows that there was a power which overthrew greece so somebody might say like okay so did the, the power did the, they did, did, uh, did the roman catholic church overthrow greece no it is not but it is just like uh, the way the bible shows us that the this lily horn it kept growing and growing so as the as the civil as the civil uh as the civil uh authority of the roman empire was also used to kind of like mi- be mingled with the religious power so this is how there was a mingling of church and state so when the bible is showing us some of the things that the roman empire did he also shows us some of the things that uh the roman catholic church did because uh it was kind of like uh in a sequential in a uh sequential manner if you will you know so it doesn't differentiate them here but if you go back to daniel chapter seven it just shows you a terrible beast which has like 10 horns and then the 10 horns those were like the kings the kingdoms they were ruling in rome but it also shows you that it shows you that there was another horn which came up you know it, which came up and that little horn it was the roman uh, the roman catholic church yeah so here in daniel 8 it kind of like it doesn't show the distinction between the two but if you just like uh study carefully to see the identifying marks of what the roman catholic church did and what the roman church did they kind of have like uh some similarity but there are some other things where they differentiate because there were some other things that the Roman Catholic Church did that the Roman Empire did not do because when the Bible says that he uh by him the, the daily sacrifices they were taken away and then it also says that he he placed he he placed like uh uh the place of his sanctuary was cast down so when it says the place of his sanctuary this is when they came and set up their own religious system you know so you see they were not they were not Uh, during the dark ages people were not even they didn't even have access to to the bible during the dark ages people uh they they were given like another way of worshiping another way of confessing because after jesus died nobody was sacrificing anymore so what they would do it was to just confess their sins before god before jesus but the roman catholic church when it came uh they kind of like established their own system which people had to go to priests they had to go to priests. uh uh, to confess their sins, so this was, like, the, their own sacrificial law, and uh, the other way, uh, you see, like, the Eucharist, they kind of, like, make the, 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 the is it the weapon, something like that, you know, and then, which is the Eucharist, and then they do what is called transubstantiation, and then they make uh, that as a literal body of Jesus, and then they say that that's the body of Jesus, that's, like, the sacrifice, you know, like, the mass, if you will, so that was, like, how, when the Bible says, like, cast down it's like to be set up because there is another place where you see in the bible uh where there were thrones which were which were like set up i'm sorry which were cast down you know so to cast down sometimes uh it depends on the context right there so here it's just saying like to establish a new uh a new religious uh, or or a new religious uh system if you will so the bible goes on to say like uh, because of transgression an army was given not over to the horn to oppose the daily sacrifice. So the Bible is showing us that there was a civil, there was a civil power that was given to this horn to oppose the daily sacrifice, you know, because people they were supposed to kind of like uh, confess daily and all those kind of things, but the Roman Catholic church they brought their own system uh, of repentance or in confession. So the Bible says that he did all this and he prospered. Then I heard a holy one speaking and another holy one said to that certain one who was speaking, How long would the vision be concerning the daily sacrifice and the transgression of desolation, the giving of both the sanctuary and the house to be trampled at the foot? And he said to me, for 2,300 days and the sanctuary shall be cleansed. So there is something that the Bible says here. I hope everybody's following along. I don't want anybody to kind of like miss out on this. So when when Daniel saw all these things, he saw in that, because here, it was both jesus and the the angel gabriel because uh there were only two people who who, who had a conversation with daniel during his uh his uh his uh, his visions it was either uh it was either the angel gabriel or one like the son of man and you already know who the son of man is so this was jesus uh f- for those people who don't believe that jesus uh, lived before that i don't i, I don't have it i mean that's just like uh that's just like a misconception, but Jesus was there, you know, Jesus was there, uh was around because there is no way he can be God if he if he was if he's not eternal. Yeah, so I mean that's just like uh something that I wanted to add to that, just like a comment, uh, but it's something that I also maybe need to to prove sometime, but we don't have time for now. So uh the angel Gabriel asked Jesus, like, how long will this vision be? concerning the daily sacrifices the transgression of desolation and the uh, the way the sanctuary because the the work that was done in the sanctuary it was kind of like uh it, it was being uh it was transitioned. there was a way the Roman Catholic church they transitioned the uh, the whole ministry of Jesus because when Jesus died uh he even though he brought an end to the sacrificial laws the cer- ceremonial laws but everything that was kind of like a foreshadow of uh, of his ministry he he kind of like fulfilled it if you talk about the sacrifices he was the sacrifice if you talk about the priesthood he was the priest so now uh as the bible uh, as as god had told moses that when he would like uh build the sanctuary he would just follow the pattern of the sanctuary which was in heaven which was kind of like uh the real picture of it so jesus uh he would he will have he will have to go to uh to heaven and then to keep uh to kind of like continue his ministry and then to to be our mediator and that's why uh like because jesus is daily daily he's uh he's, he's uh he's uh speaking on our behalf so that we can be forgiven our sins so when the roman catholic church they came they kind of like said their own uh their own standard or their own principles how people should kind of like confess. Uh, which was not like right away to Jesus, but it was either through Mary or maybe to just go to a priest and all those kind of things. So the Bible shows us that all these things they, they 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 had an end. There was a time when the 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 like the sanctuary, the sanctuary. So this like this was like the temple in which there was it was done the service uh, of priesthood and all those kind of things. So the Bible shows us that there was a time where when all these things were going to be put to an end. So we will kind of like look at this more uh, precisely next time. But I want us to kind of like have this number in mind, the 2300 days, because as you remember, the, the Bible in prophecy, a day equals a year, a day equals a literal year. So this day, uh, this uh, these t- uh, 2300 days, which are literal years, they take us to a time, they take, a to, they take us to a time which is yet future. Because if you look when the angel Gabriel was uh, was kind of like giving the interpretation to Daniel, he said in verse 17, like, so he came near where I, where I stood. And when he came, I was afraid and fell on my face. But he said to me, understand, son of man, that the vision refers to when? To the time of the end. So this vision concerning all these things, uh, the Bible shows us that, like the fulfilment of the twenty three hundred days was going to take place uh towards the end of the time, so there is something that I wanted to kind of like point out here because if you go to the book of daniel the same book the uh the the same book, but a different chapter if you go to Daniel chapter nine it kind of like uh it kind of like uh uh it shows us like a sequel of what we were talking about of what we were looking at here. Uh, concerning uh, the daily sacrifices, concerning uh, the twenty three hundred days, because there was another time prophecy that the Bible shows us in the book of Daniel chapter nine, and this is where I want us to kind of like uh, resume where we were going, and I also want to remind you that there was a time when this this like the countdown of this time prophecy was supposed to be done, and we're going to be looking at that. Uh, by beginning from verse uh, 20, and then it says, Now, while I was speaking, praying, confessing my sin and the sin of my people Israel, and presenting my supplication before the Lord my God for the holy mountain of my God. So, this was a time when uh the The Prophet Daniel he saw everything that was going to happen to his people, how his people they were going to perish because of disobedience, and then uh even like being people who were going to be persecuted because he wasn 't just shown Israel but he was also shown the the, the christian era how there was a power that were going to op- oppress god's people and the power was also going to even rise against uh the prince of uh princes himself the prince of hosts himself you know so uh he was kind of like uh praying when he saw everything that his people were going to go through and he was kind of like man he was troubled and he was praying for them so the bible the bible goes and say uh when the angel came 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 to him and then he says yes uh while i was speaking in prayer the man gabriel whom i had seen in the vision at the beginning being caused to fly swiftly reached me about the time of the evening offering so this is when uh this is when they would sacrifice uh either a lamb or on anything like that so there were like two times when the, the the sacrifices were offered so it was either in the morning or maybe in the evening before somebody goes to bed to make sure that all your sins have been forgiven, you. So he was offering sacrifices during this time, and this is how this is when uh, Gabriel came because he remember he was confessing the sins of his people. So if you want to see uh, the whole thing, you can read from verse one up to up to verse nineteen. So it goes on to say, and he informed me and talked with me and said, "Oh Daniel, I have now come for to give you skill to understand." At the beginning of your supplications, the command went out and have come to tell you, for you are greatly beloved. Therefore, consider the matter and understand the vision. So here, uh, the angel Gabriel is going to tell him the issue concerning uh, the vision. And he said, 70 weeks are determined for your people and for your holy city. So you remember, we saw that uh, Daniel was shown that his people were going to go through a lot. people were going to go through a lot and uh the bible shows us that he's uh like israel itself israel itself was going to be destroyed by the roman empire you know so now as he was praying about it now the the angel gabriel came came up he came to him to tell him like your people they still have a time they still have time to repent they still have time to repent and they have been given a certain time of probation as you remember as you remember, God has had given to uh the interdeluvian world during the time of Noah like 120 years and they still didn't repent. And you remember, uh, even during the time of uh of Jonah, they were people were given uh they were given 40 days to repent, but they repented and then there, there was no judgment upon them. So now easier was given 70 weeks. But you re- remember that this is Bible prophecy, so these are not literal weeks, these are literal days. so now we' are going to do uh some calculations so if you if we do the calculations seventy weeks uh if you just uh want to convert them to days, you will just have to multiply the seventy weeks to seven and then it's going to take you to four hundred ninety days since this is bible prophecy, this is a prophetic time it's going to take you to literal years right so this time was determined for the people and for for your holy city. So this is Jerusalem because there was a time when the holy city Jerusalem was going to be destroyed by the Roman Empire. So they were given a time. They were given a time of probation. You know. So the other thing is that this this same time, uh, even though it kind of says like determined, it also means if you look at the if you look at the original language, which was Aramaic, because. Uh, the book of daniel was written in in aramaic so it says like divided so that means that this time was divided from another time prophecy we already saw another time prophecy which is 2300 days but those are literal years and the bible shows us that that same time is gonna come to an end in the uh, uh towards the end of time you know and uh I would like to kind of like give you heads up, heads up uh, because this time has already been fulfilled, but we we will see how this time has been fulfilled uh, next time when we will be looking at judgment. For now, we are just looking at the ministry of Jesus. We are looking at the Lamb of God, you know. We are looking at how Jesus came here on earth, you know, and how he was prophesied and when he was going to come. So it goes on to say, and this was... Uh, 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 this, this, the, like, these 490 years that were given to Israel, it was to finish the transgression, to make an end of sins, to make reconciliation for iniquity, to bring in everlasting righteousness, to seal up vision and prophecy, and to anoint the most holy, so there is a lot of things that we just saw here, and, uh, I think maybe we can kind of, like, uh, uh, I would like to show you, I, I, I would like to go over it to show you how all these things were kind of like uh, dating to the time when Jesus was going to come. Because Jesus was the one who brought an end to sin. Jesus was the one who made a reconciliation for iniquity. Because uh, Jesus, Jesus himself, he took uh, the penalty that we deserved, and then he reconciled us to God the Father and then he brought in everlasting righteousness. When God gave up His own Son, when He gave His only Son, that whoever believes in Him uh, should not perish but have a, a everlasting life, then the vision was to be sealed up, you know. And then what the Bible says to among the most holy, we are gonna see it uh, as we go over this uh, as we go over uh, uh, this chapter of uh, of Daniel. So I wanted to kind of like show you first of all. What is the primary thing that we must begin from? Because we are not going to be looking at uh, at the time that was given when Jesus was gonna come here on Earth, and as we do those calculations, as we see uh, how it was uh, prophesied, uh, uh, like long time, like long, long time ago, and then Jesus came. That's gonna give us an impression that the Bible is true. The same way it was prophesied, the time that. The, like the same timeline that the Bible gives us when Jesus was was supposed to come. The Bible is going to show us that it was true. It was the same fulfillment that the Bible had. But the sad thing is that the Israelites, when Jesus came in into this world, they did not know him. They did not know that he was the Messiah. And the, it, it is sad because uh, they only follow the teachings of the Pharisees. They only fo- follow the teachings of the, uh, if you just like want to, use the uh the uh the modern word for today you will say maybe we we have many men who serve god we have many men who uh do services for god who are ministering to people but uh if those people they are not preaching the whole truth there is a lot of things we are missing on we are missing out on especially when the bible gives us like uh the sons of christ second coming and many people they are kind of like uh uh telling people a lie or they're telling us like oh jesus will or jesus is not coming anymore or maybe they just like uh hide the truth from you that might kind of like save somebody uh from not uh save somebody from being uh surprised by christ's second coming because when christ came before he was to kind of like bring an end to sin and then when he will come secondly he will come to put an end to this world of sin you know so the Israelites during Christ's first advent, they did not know when Christ was supposed to come. They did not even understand the prophecies. So there was a, there was a curse that was spoken upon anybody who would who would study these prophecy prophecies concerning the Messiah, especially the prophecy of Daniel chapter 9. And this is what it would this is what it said. Uh I this was quoted from Lewis Newman and Samuel Speech the the Talmudic uh theology, tales and teachings of the rabbi so this is this is what the rabbis uh had written concerning anybody who would uh, be studying or read the, the prophecies of daniel chapter nine this is what they say is, this is what they say may the curse of heaven fall upon those who calculate the date Of the advent of the Messiah, and thus create political and social unrest among the people. So these people, they always try to draw uh, disciples after themselves. This is why people put their trust in Pharisees and rabbis more than they put their trust in God. When they saw the, uh, when Jesus spoke all the words, when Jesus showed them from the scriptures how everything, uh, it was kind of like a, a, a prophecy. You know that date that dated to him that was dating to the time that he was coming. Jesus showed his showed his uh, he showed his people uh, from the Bible how it was prophesied that he was going to come and how he was the true Messiah. But, but they still went on and and they, and just believed in the in the Pharisees in the teachings of the Pharisees. So yeah. So I, I, now I'm going to show you how, like when it was supposed to how like when the countdown was supposed to begin. Here the Bible shows us. In in verse twenty five, it says like no therefore and understand that from going forth of the command to restore and build Jerusalem until the Messiah the Prince, uh, there shall be seven weeks and sixty two weeks. So here the Bible shows us that there was a command that was to be given to re- to restore and build Jerusalem before the Messiah Prince comes. So the Messiah Prince here, this is Jesus Christ himself. Some people they teach that this Messiah is the Antichrist, but the Bible, it can never use the language that that that, that applies to, to, to the devil or an antichrist or somebody who is evil and then use it in such a manner and say like the Messiah, the prince. Satan, is, Satan can never be the Messiah. He can never be the prince. Because when the angel Gabriel said to Daniel here, the Messiah, everybody, everybody, every Hebrew, every Hebrew uh, citizen, like every israelite they already knew who the messiah was you know they already knew that everybody was waiting for a messiah so when people say like this is this refers to the antichrist they are deceiving themselves because the antichrist is already here but this only ap- applies to jesus and they are going to see that so it says the streets shall be built again in the world even in trouble times. so i'm going we are going to be looking at the fulfillment of these prophecies how the like uh where the bible shows us that the 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 like jerusalem was rebuilt some people they still think that there is a time when they when when there will there will be a third temple because they kind of like use this prophecy to say like there will be another uh temple that's gonna be re- that's gonna be built in jerusalem and that's when the antichrist is gonna come but they have been deceived because this referred to the time when jesus was gonna come there was uh there was uh yeah, there were some events that were going to take place before comes 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 like for the first time. So the Bible shows us uh, like there are like there like there are like four events which can be taken as answers uh, to the command to restore and build Jerusalem. And these are the decree of Cyrus, the king of Media-Persia, and uh, and th- this was concerning the building of the house of God. So this is just like the temple itself, and that's found in Ezra. Uh, chapter 1 from verse 1 to 4 you can read it for yourself so this was uh this took place in 536 bc before christ and there was another decree of darius to uh to kind of like persecute the work uh this was done uh in 519 bc you can find that in ezra chapter 6 verse 1 to 12 and then you can also look in ezra chapter 7 the decree of the king at uh he when he wrote in a when he he wrote a a letter to 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 Ezra concerning the building of the of um of the city of Jerusalem, and then you also see in in Nehemiah chapter two where you see that there were there were walls that were going to be built, and this was uh, this took place in four hundred forty four B C. Yeah, so this is concerning uh, the, uh, the 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 rebuilding of Jerusalem. So there was a time that we saw. Uh, as we saw that there, that there there was a time that was given to the Israelites and this was kind of like the time of their probation, which was seven, 70 weeks. So uh, I, I believe you already saw what that is because if you take the uh, the seven seventy weeks and then you multiply with seven, it's gonna give you 490 uh, days, which are literal years according to Bible prophecy. But there is another time prophecy that the Bible shows us that when Jesus was going to come, the Bible tells us the Bible tells us that there they will be seven weeks and sixty-two weeks, you know, like before the Messiah. I mean, because it says like after the the temple has been rebuilt, the, the Messiah will will come, and and then the time frame is uh is a uh, is a uh, is seven weeks and sixty-two. So you just add them. This is gonna give this is going to give you. 69 weeks and 69 weeks if you take it and multiply it with seven is going to give you 483 days so these are literal years so in order for you to understand how all these date uh, to the time of jesus first of all you have to know when when the temple was built and when the i mean it's not even the temple itself It's the city jerusalem when jerusalem jerusalem was built you can even look it up uh, from history like when was jerusalem built so that was for in 457 bc so that's that's when you can start to count down the the the, the year 490 years which were the, the time that the israelites were given uh, of their probation but there was another time that we we are given of the judgment of the world which is the 2300 days which are literal years and this is going this kind of like it takes us to another time so as we as we do these calculations, I can also show uh, I can also show you uh, where these twenty three hundred uh, days takes us because uh, I I would I, I would do it I would do it so don't worry so here since we saw that it was in four four hundred fifty seven B C when the decree went forth so we just have to uh to subtract because we are going kind of like uh, backwards because. This is what this was BC before Christ because we are kind of like going towards the time of Jesus. So now we just have to take the the the, the time that the Bible shows us that uh, we're going to like the like we're just going to do like the countdown of the time that the Bible gives us that we're going to lead, which are going to lead us to the time of Jesus' first coming. And those are like uh, 483 years, you know. So that's the timeline that we we have been given you know and this is going to be taken from the 400 490 years because the 490 years this is a time of probation for the israelites but if you just like uh remove one if you just uh take it and then like uh subtract 483 you have seven more years left and the bible shows us that it shows us that jesus jesus's ministry uh it was uh it was it was uh like three years and a half and then Uh, the 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 other half is going to take us to the time when uh stephen was stoned because christ ministry uh it was for Christ's ministry it was for three years and the bible show is going to show us that there was something that took place there's something that took place after jesus died you know so when the bible gives us this timeline uh is to show us, like, how all these events, they kind of, like, happened in a, uh, in a, in a gradual process, so if we take from the time when the Israelites, uh, when they when the Jerusalem st- st- started to be built, which is 457, let's just kind of, like, go backwards, like, 483 years back, you know, let's, I mean, maybe it's forward, it's forward, you know, it's forward, so if you go forward, like, 483 years forward, it's going to take you to, 26 uh 26 AD. So that's in 26 AD. So somebody, some people they know that Jesus uh Jesus started his ministry in 27 in 27 AD, and they might say, like, okay, so why is he taking uh, taking us to 26 AD? So the reason is that there was uh something called the zero principle, the zero year principle. So since we are we were going back, sometimes when these people did their calculations uh when they let's say for instance if they got to the number like like one year before christ uh they did not skip it and then go to the first year after death or maybe let's say ad if you will because it doesn't even like really mean after the death of jesus it has another meaning which is in latin yeah so here in ad they kind of like they don't skip the zero year they kind of like count it as well. So if you count the zero year as well, it's going to give you 26. But if you remove the zero uh, year principle, uh, it's going to take you to 27 AD. So that shows you that that's when Jesus came. Uh, I mean, that's that's not like when he was born, but that's when he started his ministry because the, that's when he was proclaimed, it was proclaimed that he was the Messiah. And then the other principle that I would like to use is that during the time when Jesus' ministry began, it was uh it was in the the, the Bible shows us that when the, the Bible shows us that uh there was a man, there was a man who was ruling during this time. And if you look in, in the in the book of Luke, chapter three from verse one to three, it shows us that it was in the fifteenth year of the reign of, of Tiberius Caesar. And if you look at history, history shows us that Tiberius Caesar, he was he was ruling during uh like AD fourteen. But the thing is that they, they 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 don't really focus on the fact that Tiberius Caesar he started ruling uh, he st- he started ruling like two years before that because when his uh w- when 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 his uh when his uncle when his, I believe it's his uncle if he's not his father uh, who, the the one who he he says he he succeeded uh, when he was sick he gave him the authority to rule at the same time you know so it's not like he. He kind of like gave him the the rulership, uh, and then he gave up the throne and all those kind of things, and he transitioned his uh his uh his authority. But during that time, the two empires, the the two emperors, they were ruling together. You know, they were ruling together for two years, and then in eighty fourteen, that's when Tiberius started ruling uh with uh, without his father's help because that's when his his father, if his his uncle, if you will. That's when he died. I believe it was Julius Caesar. So, the Bible shows us that it was in the fifteenth year. So, if if uh, if he, if 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 like uh, Christ's ministry began in the fifteenth year, you can just like read it. You can just read it because you see that if you keep reading it uh, and then go go to also like verse twenty one to verse twenty two. Luke uh, in the in the in the third chapter of the book of Luke you see that this was the same time when Jesus was was baptized and when he was baptized there was a voice that was heard that that said that this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased and then yeah that kind of like confirms the, the fact that he was the messiah you know because if you look at the questions that people were asking uh, uh, uh the, the the prophet John the Baptist. They were asking him like, "Are you the Messiah?" But he was saying like, "I am not the Messiah," you know those kind of things. And then he, when he talked, he, when he talked about Jesus, say, "I indeed, I indeed baptize you with water, but one mightier than I is coming, who send a strap. I am not worthy to lose. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire." You know, so that's like concerning it. So that's that. If you just take like the like, the 12th AD year, and then you add the 15th year, because during this time when Jesus was, uh, came, um, oh, I'm sorry, there's something that I wanted to make clear, uh, the, the, the emperor Tiberius Caesar, he started ruling in AD 12, you know, in AD 12, and then if you just, like, uh, use the, the same, uh, the the, the the statement that the bible uses that it was in the 15th year that jesus was baptized so you just take the the, the 12th and then you add 15 to it and then it's going to take you to ad 27 and that's when jesus was baptized and the bible also shows us something else uh which i want us to kind of like uh, focus on where it says like in verse 24 that the holy one i'm not i'm sorry the most holy was to be anointed some people they think that the most holy it was referring to Uh, the sanctuary but it doesn't really refer to the sanctuary because if you look in luke chapter 1 verse 35 it shows us something that happened when mary uh when mary saw the angel gabriel when the angel gabriel came to him uh to talk to him about the child that she was going to to bear and this is what he said to her and he said the holy spirit will come upon you and the power of the higher will the highest will overshadow you therefore also the holy one who is to be born Will be called the Son of God. So it says like the Holy One. So you remember that Jesus is Himself. He was the Holy One, but He was also anointed. Anointed. So when it says like Jesus, the Holy, like the Most Holy, will be anointed. It is not the sanctuary, but it, it rather means Jesus. Because if you look at the uh, at the original language, it's going to show you uh, like uh, it's going to show you something that means like uh, uh, like blameless, pure, consecrated most holy and all those kind of things and uh the same word most holy it takes it, it it takes us back to to daniel chapter 9 verse 24 so we already saw when jesus was to come but there are some other things that we haven't covered so far and that's when the bible shows us like that like uh jesus was to be cut off it says like after sixty-two weeks, shall the Messiah, Messiah, shall be cut off, but not for himself. And the people of the prince who is to come shall destroy the city and the sanctuary. The end of it shall be with a flood. Till the end of the world, Desolations are determined. So here, the Bible shows us that the Messiah, Jesus, was to be cut off. But somebody might say, like, okay, who, what does it mean? You know. So that means when Jesus was to was to be crucified for our sake. So. For the sake of time, I'm not going there. You can just like uh read isaiah chapter fifty three verse uh three verse three to eight it it says it it says how jesus was was crucified for our, our sins and all those kind of things and how he was cut off so that was like uh concerning the same person and you can also see in john chapter eleven verse forty five to verse fifty two how uh the priests they were saying like jesus he like one man must die for the whole nation like done for the whole nation to perish you know so that was like uh they were also kind of like fearing that when the, everybody believes in Jesus when Jesus had come that the romans were going to come and destroy the people but the bible had prophesied that it was even going to happen after israel has rebelled against god after israel have uh, rejected jesus that there was going to be something there was going to be uh there was going to be war and desolation during that time so they were fearing that they were gonna have like a war with the with the with the Romans, but it even happened. Like at the end of the day, it happened in the end, and then the city was destroyed. And then the Bible also shows us, like in verse twenty-seven, then he shall confirm a covenant with many for one week. So this one week it refers to seven to seven years, because I already showed you that one week is seven days, and a seven and, and a day in the in the Bible, in Bible prophecy it refers to. Uh, to a literal year so it, there, here it shows us that the ministry of jesus when it took place in 20 uh, in uh, ad 27 it was uh the covenant was to last for 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 seven years and then after the seven years there was going to be a probation for the israelites because they were given a time of probation and the, and uh, and uh, i'm going to to kind of like uh to kind of like remind you something you remember Jesus' ministry lasted for three for three and a half years. You remember Jesus died in AD 20, in eighty thirty four. I'm sorry, he died in eighty thirty first in eighty thirty one, if you will. So that's when he died. And then after that, there was another time that was left for the Israelites to repent, but they still rejected Christ. And then there was something that happened, and that and that thing that happened was that when they stoned Stephen, Stephen, there was something that he was shown when he was looking. He uh, was in the spirit, and then he saw in the vision that Jesus has stood up, and then he said that he saw the Son of Man uh, standing uh, at the right hand of the of God, and that 's when they stoned him so during that time, the Israelites they ceased to be god 's people you know it was over for the Israelites uh, as a nation to be god 's people so for, for, so for since then everybody who everybody who believed in Jesus were, they were the seed of Abraham because that 's what the Bible tells us. You know so the bible shows us in in daniel nine twenty seven that jesus jesus was uh he like he he made a covenant uh with these people for one week but in the middle of the week he he brought an end to sacrifices so somebody might m- want to know how jesus brought an end to to these sacrifices I would like to invite you to go uh to the to so the book of Hebrews, chapter 8. You can read the whole chapter, if you will, but from verse 7 to verse 13, it shows you how... Uh, no, no, no. This is where he made the covenant. This is how he made the covenant. It, you will see it in Hebrews, chapter 8, verse 7 to verse 13. And if you want to know how he brought a to to sacrifice, you can read Hebrews, chapter 10. You can read from verse 1 to verse 18. And then there was something that took place. Th- there was something that took place uh, in heaven, when Jesus uh, went back to heaven after he has been crucified, after he has taken the, the penalty that we deserved, there was something that happened. You can read it in in Revelation chapter five. Uh, I would like to read it because this is kind of like a good uh, conclusion for me. Uh, let me show you what happened when Jesus uh, when Jesus came back to when when he came back when he came back to heaven. How they rejoiced. You can read the whole chapter, if you will, because there was, uh, the Bible shows us that there was silence in heaven because everybody was waiting for a redeemer. And until Jesus had decided to take the place, the the, the penalty that we deserved, until Jesus had decided to take our place, I mean, the whole heaven was in quietness, you know, they were like in quietude, if you will, you know. They were like, who is who is worthy? Who is re- worthy to redeem man? Because we were we were lost. Because uh, after Adam and Eve had sinned, there was uh the whole hev- all heaven was like, man, it is over for humanity. And then when Jesus took the scroll, that's like kind of like when he un- when he unrolled the scroll, that's kind of like uh, he is like uh, that's when he kind of like uh, our destiny it was not promised because not. The I mean, you can just read it, you can just read it, the whole thing, but for the sake of time, I'm not going there. But there's something that I want to read for you here. It says, like, uh, when he had taken the scroll, so the reason why nobody was able to take the scroll is because nobody was worthy. And you are going to see the reason why Jesus was worthy to take this scroll. So, the scroll is just like a book, if you will. And this book, it contained like the destiny of humanity, and it said that they were living creatures. And um, they started singing with harps, you know. And the Bible say, says how they sang. They say, like, you are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals for you were slain and have redeemed us to God by your blood out of every tribe and tongue and people and nation and have made us kings and priests of our God and we shall reign on the earth. And uh, you can read the whole chapter to see how everything took place. And uh, And now I would like to invite everybody to to learn from Jesus how he humbled himself you know now he, he he has shown us that as he had done his job now it is our job to believe in him to believe that he is the Christ you know as uh, as Jesus as Jesus told to Martha like uh when 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 Martha was kind of like saying uh like my brother is uh is dead and uh, you you remember when Martha was crying and so on and Jesus told her like don't worry, your brother is going to rise up. But she was thinking of maybe the resurrection. But Jesus told her, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. And, he, and, and, and then this is when she said to him, yes, the Lord. Yes, Lord. Uh, and, and then he, he asked her, like, do you believe? And then, and then he, she was like, yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God. So I would like to to invite everybody to believe in Jesus in, in Jesus as the Christ and the Son of God. The one who says, "I am he who lived and was dead, and behold, I am—I live forever." And and man, and he says, "I have the keys of death and Hades." And that's because he took the place uh, that would be deserved, and now he's worthy. Because the Bible said, "Like whom being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a servant." And then like he, he came in the likeness of man, and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself, became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. And guess what happened? Therefore, God also has exalted him and given him the name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, of those in heaven and those on earth and those under earth, and that, I, that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is the Lord, to the glory of God the Father. Amen. So I hope everybody has enjoyed this session and I believe maybe you have learned a lot. So I would like to encourage you guys, there were some, there are so many verses that I could have read, but for the sake of time, I didn't. So maybe you should just kind of like rewind the the recording so that you can kind of like hear uh, where I say, where I mentioned them so you can go there and read it yeah and and search those verses to see how or if those things are so how all those things they they refer to the fulfillment of the prophecies concerning Jesus so now we're seeing that he was the true messiah if anybody asks you to show how Jesus was the true messiah we even have a time prophecy and this is what the bible shows us so next time we're going to look at the judgment and this time it was just uh to to look at Jesus's uh first coming and the judgment is going to take us even to Christ's second coming right so I hope everybody enjoyed by God's grace. And uh, thank you all for listening. God bless.
0: we have come to the end of the episode thank you so much for sticking around and listening to this episode please like share and subscribe to it is well podcast we hope that this episode has been a great blessing to you and your family if you'd like to contact us on our social media accounts you can do that uh, my Facebook and Instagram account is Bontobibzi and you can definitely send me a message there. Or you can just text me on how this episode has been a blessing to you. If you would like to uh, message Thiering Kuvito, you can message him at Thiering Kuvito on Facebook or Instagram. And as we always say, wait on the Lord, be of good courage and he will strengthen your heart. Wait, I say on the Lord. Psalm 27, verse 14. Thank you and be blessed. Bye.